Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate. Today is Monday, April. What day is it? Oh my gosh, it is April 19th, 2021. And today we are diving in deep. We are going into some prayer poetry once again, an oracle card reading, and then going into how we can integrate and apply some of those lessons to our life. So today we drop into the Taurus season, which has been almost immediately energetically shifted for me. I woke up this morning feeling so much better, so great. Um, <laughs> Aries season is a tough one for me specifically. I don't know for others, but for me, you know what? I just don't feel my best in the airy season. It's 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 almost like it's hard for me to wake up from my slumber. I'm, it's difficult for me to shift from winter into spring, and then you know moving into summer. I bring that slumbered, hibernated energy with me, and it lives in my solar plexus so deeply so the airy season that fire that inner fire that's happening at that time that's trying to awaken you um yeah it can feel really uncomfortable for me and challenging very challenging like there's there's things about it that i just don't like specifically (laughs) tax season here but i got that done early thank god i was like okay i need to get that out of the way so that i can focus on other things but um it was still very difficult for me very difficult for me um yeah and also i was talking to uh, a couple of my friends the other day about how Aries season feels not just like an inner fire it's not like the steady flame energy it's really a scattered energy if you know anything about astrology that Aries is a sporadic sign it's spontaneous it's not a filtered focused energy okay so you know sorry to all those Aries out there but um, they're fun people and they are always a get up and go, need to get things done, let's push through, let's move, move, move. And um, But the thing with Aries is that's not focused energy. So um, it doesn't prioritize things, right? So it's more like, oh, and then I did this. It's like the multitasker of the astrology signs. Then I did this, then I did this, but I didn't get that done all the way, but I need to start this. And oh, I need to get my taxes done. And I need to go over here and get this done. And this energy is like this fire that's being ignited and thrown around (laughs) so it's almost like it's starting to if it makes sense because this is a, a a necessary energy obviously every energy is necessary um what it's trying to do and if you think about it in the seasons um this fire needs to be ignited and shaken up because that's what's going to help you know the grass bloom grow out of the soil that's what's going to allow the cherry blossoms to bloom out of their blossom that's what's going to allow you know all of this pranic energy that's been lying dormant in the acorn to be shaken up saying hello wake up it's time to to move and come out into the earthly realm 
well that takes a lot of shaking up and like okay we're setting fires everywhere so that you can start to move right so that can feel really really uncomfortable and for some people you know they love this time airy season but i you know i as i've been getting more conscious of astrology more conscious of the energy around me and within me i'm starting to understand oh this is the energy that is happening right now and um you know i might feel this way because there's an inner fire moving through me trying to awaken me trying to elevate me and challenge me so we go through these these energies pockets of like okay now you need to elevate and grow it's going to be uncomfortable now you get to rest now you get to be pushed now you get to rest and so this tourist season is more of a resting phase thank god <laughs> and we get to just kind of hunker into a place of relaxation and rest once again um, still planning still moving forward with the ideas and the projects that we brought from the Aries season um, but now bringing it into a more relaxed state right so this Aries season really wants to sh it wanted to shake us up so you get all your plans in place you get all your projects in place you got your ideas and now you can go fly into a tourist season like you know a butterfly um, and bringing all these ideas with you still working on them but not being as sh shaken and stirred up to get ideas um, you can kind of just start to flow with with the energy a little bit more and of course Taurus is that more steady energy um, and uh, it, it's probably one of the most steady energies of the astrology so um yeah starting to sink into that okay i'm at home feeling more at home in your body feeling more at home with your projects your ideas feeling a familiarity with your energy once again a familiarity a comfort and a familiarity with these projects that you have moving forward or whatever it is that you are doing um, and also just knowing that it is safe to surrender a little bit more as well in this time. Um, yeah, so I woke up this morning with like this really, really amazing energy. Um, I've been taking really good care of myself, which, um, you know, I haven't been drinking alcohol. I haven't been drinking caffeine. I've been trying to lower my sugar intake. And that's really helped me. There were a few times in this past airy season where I came close to, you know, not staying true to that. Um, just because I was a little bit feeling, you know, when you get that discomfort, you reach for external things to make it all better, right? But I just knew that that wasn't going to help. So I really wanted to stay true to that. And um, yeah, it's been great. It's about three weeks of just being completely free of any substances. And uh, woke up this morning feeling very energized, very happy. Um, and loving seeing the sunshine once again. So it just goes to show, you know, sometimes you go through those times. And we all know you know, we've been through those times, all of us, where we can't see the light of day. You know, we might be sitting in directly in the sunshine, but we're not appreciative of it. We can't really, really feel it. And 
be grateful for it and that's okay know that you're going to go through those times in your life um and then you're also going to have those days where you wake up and start to say oh yeah <laughs> things are okay things are good and i can move forward and not not feel you know sad all the time i'm not going to feel um uncomfortable all the time that the energy is constantly moving and changing so if you're going through something like that just know that 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 will end that will change again (sighs) so here we are and i'm gonna dive into the goddess nest book today um if you haven't been checking back at the podcast every day i've actually been providing a prayer poem from the book by dana folds uh going in and in which is uh prayer poetry for for yoginis basically um and it's it's such a beautiful book um and taking those messages into your day you know making it part of your morning ritual has been really really great for me and also the oracle card readings. So I'm gonna switch out the book today and go into the Goddess Nest book, which is a book that I channeled or wrote, you could say, um, last year in September. And you can find this book on Amazon, The Goddess Nest, and it's prayer, poetry, mantra, and ritual. And with the oracle cards, if you get the oracle cards, there's descriptions in chapter four for the cards. And uh, let's dive in. Let's see what comes up for us today, my loves. What do we need to hear today? All right, so I'm on page 103. The altar space. I place my emotions on to the throne of creation and the bridge point that cradles my heart with heaven. The angels view my potent gratitude that shines off the glistening fruit of life that rests here for them to take. The offering is a karmic release that is gifted into the wild wisdom of my teacher, the goddess. Her playful knowledge gives lessons through the art of feeling. Women can sink deep into their awakenings with pain and powerful gifts. She knows the power these gifts offer. And so she lays with her heart wide open as she portrays an almighty truth. She knows without the altar, her connection is not lost. However, it is sealed with a kiss upon the placement of each symbol. Her angels watch as she co-creates a work of art through the goddess in nature, placing each talisman with a soft and intuitive touch, she whispers, thank you, forgive me, 
I'm sorry. I love you. Mm, the power of the altar space. So the message here is devotion. And the symbolism of the altar is this all-encompassing place of devotion. It is the stage for which we intuitively and consciously place our energy that is given to the etheric realm. And so when we place upon the altar, you know, when you go to those cathedrals or you go to those churches you see the altar at the front of the room you know a lot of the time you'll see fruit incense money a lot of different photos incense candles you know all of that right and that is that conscious devotion and acknowledgement that you're giving something over in the acknowledgement that there is a higher power in gratitude for this life in gratitude for this day and so having an altar in your home can be a very powerful thing to have and to not just have but connect to and work with every day and change the energy on the altar space giving it different talismans every day different um, acts of devotion every single day you know if you have an extra orange in your house you can place it on the altar as you know i honor that you know that i have this orange these oranges in my house i am grateful that i have these oranges in my house and i give one to the altar i give one to the gratitude that i understand that the higher power has allowed me to have this abundance right and if you want to learn more about altars um you can you know search online there's a lot of information there about um, different rituals that you can do with an altar and i actually have a ritual here for the altar space in the book if i can find it i think i had it uh, behind that poem actually maybe yes so the altar space ritual you can find it on page 104 of the goddess nest and it gives you you know different options for talismans what they mean um where the location can be of your altar space how to set it up and then here's some benefits altars are created by people of many different religions and traditions these sacred places of reverence can be found in temples, churches, natural places, and historical sites. People who love the feeling of these sacred spaces also create them in their homes and use this ritual as a way to support their spiritual connection to source. Altars act as a bridge point where the physical realm merges with the etheric realm and where we can readily meet with source energy, the gods, our higher selves, angels, guides, and our ancestors. By setting up an altar, you are establishing sacred space, a safe, comfortable place to focus on your spiritual growth and the growth of others to amplify energetic space within this realm. 
Setting up an altar space is a beautiful and creative art form to connect to your higher self and in this case, the goddess within. First, decide where you'd like to create your altar space and it can be in a permanent space um, or just a present space for a one-time ritual. Um, If you'd like to set up one time, if you'd like to set one up in your home, a beautiful desk, hallway table, end table, or even a meditation table is a beautiful way to honor your connection to source. So in my office, I actually my entire table is an altar space. Um, I have quite a large table that I uh, refurbish. So um, I love having crystals around me all the time. I love having and. An, incense i make ritual candles i place lavender fruit essential oils um, just all these high vibrational gifts from the earth around me Um, and it is a constant reminder to me of the high vibration that is available to me at any time and every time i place something on that table which is my altar it is a conscious setting i don't place just anything on that table okay so it's it's a very sacred space for me and this is all about getting more in touch with your sacred opportunities right and so i notice a lot of people are not conscious of where they put things or how they move through their day and to start your day with an altar just kind of creates that mindset as well that I'm going to move through my day in a really conscious way and not just with a conscious way but also with a conscious heart in gratitude and reverence and I you know things things that I have in my sacred space so I have an entire room dedicated to holistic healing in my home and that's where I have my crystal bowls my chimes like everything in that room that's where I do Reiki for my clients as well I don't, you know, I don't just place anything on there. I also have ashes in there from my my dogs and my one of my cats. So it's a very sacred space. And, uh, you know, a while ago, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, um, my mom came in. And sorry not to put you down, mom, but <laughs> she came in and she set her cell phone on top of my, on top of the, the ashes of my dog right and so just that tiny little moment um it was just like a wake-up call to me that you know a lot of people are not conscious of where they're placing things they're not conscious of their movement um why they are doing things because they're either in such a rush or they just haven't set their mindset for the day right and so that small little move of just placing that cell phone on top of my dog's ashes to me was very disrespectful right because i take such time to honor the higher realms i take such care in my space and especially on my altar space you know i don't just let anybody use that space so yeah i'm very uh very i guess you could say strict when it comes to devotion and my spiritual practices in that way because being mindful doesn't just come to you again you have to create that space and you have to be that energy and have um a deep 
honoring and a deep respect for those spaces. And in turn, you're going to create a deep honoring and a deep respect for most actions and most thoughts that you have throughout the day. And just setting up that energy in your life is going to allow you to be more objective and witness your own actions as well as the actions of other um, in trying not to judge other people but just really starting to hone in on on being the witness of it right and we can always then self-reflect and become better people um, because we are being mindful right and so an altar space can really create that um, exercise for your for your mind for your mindset and for your energy as well so there are an infinite amount of benefits to having an altar space because it not only connects you to etheric realms to god to source to the devotion of a higher power but it also allows you to become more mindful in your own sacredness right so yeah this if you want more information on that altar uh, space ritual it's in the goddess nest and it will walk you through an entire ritual of setting up the space working with your altar Um, it's a really great place to start all right let's move into our oracle card reading here and again this is just a collective reading from the goddess nest today Um, For anyone that is choosing to be here listening to this podcast at any time. And I do a card reading every week for the collective. And then every day I uh, jump back on for about eight minutes on this podcast every day to do a reading for you as well. For today, today's the first day of Taurus season. Um, New beginning feeling my body come alive one rainbow drop at a time softly kissing my skin so like i said i woke up this morning really feeling you know new beginning new energy new um astrological season of taurus feeling grounded feeling open and i in Kelowna, it's really interesting in the Okanagan, it's the only place that I've lived where the seasons are true to time. They move through the seasons with the, the correct timing of the calendar, right? And, um, you know, places like Calgary or places like Toronto, they're a little bit behind, you know, the blooming hasn't quite happened there yet. A um, little bit colder weather, and, and because the weather is inconsistent there, the th- things do not um, grow as as uh, early on, right? Take a little bit more time. Whereas here, I get to witness the seasons and really enjoy a true, long-lasting spring. And so, with this transition from Aries to Taurus, I've really, really been able to be in that transition because every day I get up and I go for a walk. Every day, every day. I don't miss a day. Um, I take my dog for a walk. That's one of the first things I do every single day. And I go to certain trees and I check their blooming stage every day. 
And so I know, like I have this relationship with certain trees, certain gardens, certain flowers within my community that I, I check up on regularly. What is happening with the blooming season? What is happening, happening with them? And uh, it's a really, really beautiful relationship that I have. And now I see, you know, most trees have bloomed, if not all of them. Most of them, yeah, most of them. And uh, they're out, you know, it's, it's like that tourist season of like, okay, I'm out. The pranic energy has now come out of its shell. I'm out, I'm here, I'm ready to celebrate. And that's kind of that tourist energy of like, okay, the blooming part is, is done. And now we get to celebrate in the blossom. And this new beginning is really a reflection of that, of, you know, coming through into this new season and just being able to relax in the work that you've done to, to awaken out of your slumber. So again, in chapter four of the goddess nest, we have our description. I'm just going to read a little bit of what, maybe if we have any more messages from this uh, card that has come up for us all today new beginnings and again the prayer poem that you can bring with you today is feeling my body come alive one rainbow drop at a time softly kissing my skin (laughs) i love it i love it i love to write just bring those mantras with me throughout the day And tomorrow, we're actually starting our uh, Goddess Flow series. And in that series, I I wake up every day allowing a goddess to just intuitively guide me. I wake up and start to notice what clothing do I want to wear today? What makeup do I want to wear today? What activities do I want to do today? What prayer poems coming up today? And I start to see a theme through all of it. Oh, this is the energy of Persephone, or this is the energy of goddess Isis, you know? And I start to see this goddess is the one who's come to me today and is is wanting to guide me today. It's a really, really beautiful way to move through this series. So I'm excited about that. So on page 167, new beginning. Maybe you're feeling a change of location to live or travel coming up soon. You may be feeling a change in career or hobbies. You may be coming back into your sense of feeling and artistic expression. But you might also be embarking on growing a family or homestead. But all of these areas in your life could be shifting at the same time. There are so many possibilities when it comes to a new chapter, and we can get swept up in the excitement of it all without setting conscious intentions for the present and future. Take time to do some rituals and write down how you're feeling. This is needed to grow and elevate and come into alignment with your higher self so that this new chapter can be streamlined towards your greatest good for everyone involved. A great practice is to first write down three blessings you're grateful for from your present and past. What did you have to overcome in the last chapter to get to where you are now? Then, Write down presently what you're focused on. 
What do you feel you need to work on in order to elevate consciously and energetically? Would you like to learn a new healing modality or take a course on meditation? Get clear on what you would like to focus on because the more clear we can get upon what we truly desire from the heart, the more the universe can resonate with this as well. Try to feel into these intentions from the heart instead of your head. A beautiful prayer for this type of work is, what is meant for me will always be for me. And so I relax into the knowing of what already exists. Yes. New beginnings. And we are constantly going through new beginnings. Constantly. Sometimes we're just not aware of it, right? We don't consciously connect to um, that objective witnessing of our lives. And even reflecting upon the past of like, oh, all these puzzle pieces that needed to come together so that I could be exactly where I am right now. And you couldn't have thought of that. You couldn't have planned for the way that it actually unfolded in your life. It just unfolded in that way because it was perfectly the way you needed to learn it, the way you needed to move through it in order to get to where you are. And I'm talking about people who are working on themselves, people who are moving through this life, trying to better their lives, trying to better their career options, better their family, better themselves just as people. Um, That when we work with the universe right when we give our energy to the universe and we say okay i'm here to play i'm here i'm in the game you know and you got to play the game to get ahead you know you got to play the game to have a chance to win right and so when you are actively involved in your life the universe resonates with that the universe resonates with whatever is happening in your heart space so if you're in your heart space saying well i just don't care that much then the universe is also saying that back to you. And it's giving you what you give out, ultimately. And this is the manifestation part of that, is that we don't think, oh, you know, the universe doesn't respond to words. It It doesn't respond to that. Same with trees, same with the earth, right? It's all about feeling, energetic feeling. And so what is happening what you're feeling in your gut and what you're feeling in your heart space is what you're attracting, is what you will ultimately manifest, right? And so when we can work on ourselves, when we can meditate, when we can consciously be grateful for what we already have, then we get more of that abundance because when we can raise our frequency into that abundance, we will ultimately attract it because like energy attracts like energy. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of um, misperceptions about manifestation. Like, well, if I say it and if I pray for it, I'll get it. Like, that's the secret. It's like, no, talking to the universe without having a relationship with the universe is just talking to a brick wall you know like you're just you're it's like you're reaching into thin air of like 
you're, you're coming from an empty cup. And so, you know, you're just going to attract more of an empty cup. So this idea that we can just pray for a man to come into our lives or we can pray for the love of our lives or we can pray and just want um, somebody to be there, like a, a nice car, a nice house or whatever it is or, or traveling or a good career. We need to come first from the heart space of I am actively involved. I am dancing with the universe. I am not just talking at the universe, but I am listening. And when I am listening, I am actively listening. And so actively listening means I listen to the messages that are in my gut, which is how the universe talks to me, in my instinct, in my intuition. And when I receive those feelings of excitement or passion or an idea, I actively pursue them and I take action as I am given action right when I am given those messages I am engaged and actively involved and that's the difference in manifestation compared to you know a book called the secret that is not manifestation manifestation is when you are actively involved in the frequency that you bring to your manifestation and so these new beginnings can really come to us with this fresh clean slate it's like it's saying like here you are okay (laughs) think about where you are and what you had to go through in the past to get to where you are and then start to consciously evaluate how you're feeling now and if you are constantly dissatisfied Because if you are constantly, consistently dissatisfied in life, then the universe kind of knows. It's like, well, she she likes that. (laughs) She likes being dissatisfied. So just constantly giving you what you ultimately choose. So yeah, it's a really beautiful time to reflect today specifically and to move forward with um with this sense of peace groundedness steadiness so just take some time to evaluate reflect upon where you are and what it took to get to where you are um start to notice this beauty in nature around you and uh if you're in your home Um, just start to bring that sense of awareness within you into the heart because we are never imprisoned if we can meditate right we can always use the mind and the soul and the heart to travel when we take time to meditate and it's you know it's not an easy time with a lot of closures up here in Canada a lot of new restrictions you know being enforced but um, we always have the the chance to change our perception so um, this is something that i woke up with i am responsible for my happiness and my comfort nobody else is i'm responsible and i am responsible to change my perception if i'm constantly complaining if i'm constantly saying well i don't want to be doing what i'm doing then it's my responsibility to change my perception of things and ultimately when i do that 
things will change. <clears throat> but things are not going to change if we just choose to complain all the time or choose to stay in negativity. Because like what I was saying yesterday is like neg- negative, a negative mind cannot create a positive world around us. So one does not equal the other. <laughs> a negative mind equals a negative life. And so changing that, that perception, move into, okay, what am I grateful for here? What can I be appreciative for here? And what if, you know, what I'm complaining about, what I'm thinking about actually isn't that bad. You know, maybe I'm just being a little bit of a princess or, you know, whatever you want to say about it. Um, Because sometimes our inner child needs not only nourishment, but it needs discipline, right? And I find that a lot about myself. I don't know about you, but I catch myself a lot. Um, going into that complacency of like, well, I shouldn't have to deal with that because A, B, and C. Well, I shouldn't have to have, you know, we get too attuned to our situation. We get too used to our situation of where we live and and our routine and what we expect out of things that we start to expect more, you know, and it's, listen, it's not bad to expect more in your life, but you have to be really conscious about what that is and what energy that's coming from right so we're constantly constantly complaining or being hard on other people or saying like i don't want it this way because i would rather it this way well we all have to kind of move and flow with each other and um not to say that you we don't we don't each deserve happiness it's just that when we moved into this aquarian age the ascension process, the consciousness process is more community-based. It's not individualized anymore, right? So what I'm talking about is the Earth, planet Earth, which by the way, planet Earth actually represents um, creativity and manifestation. So when we talk about other planets like Venus, planet of love, Jupiter, um, planet of uh, inspiration, Um, earth is the planet of creativity and manifestation and so as earthlings and coming from this earth we were born to create we were born to manifest it's just that most of us have forgotten how to do that because the earth was in alignment with earth signs for 200 years we've been moving through these earthly realms of taurus Virgo um, <clears throat> and so and Capricorn and so at that time these last 200 years has been or so right is has been more individualized me 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 my family my finances my house you know as long as I'm safe I'm good then I'll be safe I'll be happy well now we've moved into the deeper we're in alignment. We're not only in alignment with these air signs, but we're in alignment with Aquarius. And Aquarius is an air sign that is not only thinking out of the bound, out of the, yeah, the boundaries, but it is um, an air sign that is all about challenging your mindset. And it's also about how can I do good for the collective so if you are on this conscious journey of connecting to 
<clears throat> the energy around us and within us, you're going to start to notice that <clears throat> what is best in this time is doing what is best for the collective, doing what is best for everyone involved and understanding that the universe never does anything unless it is the best learning for everyone involved. And so when we pray or when we bring in a mantra, we can always say, please allow this to just be the greatest outcome for everyone involved. I pray that this will be the greatest outcome for everyone involved in whatever way the universe decides because we need to also surrender that. That Aquarius energy is like surrender what you think you know, <laughs> surrender what you think is best and pray for the collective consciousness of what is best for everyone. And so this is a challenging time as we go deeper into this Aquarian age the earth is aligned with Aquarius and when other planets are also aligned in these air signs we're getting really a lot of downloads in terms of like what is more etheric this is why humans right now are connecting uh, awakening a lot because we are more connected to the divine now more than ever before through these air signs of alignment <clears throat> this air element and so a lot of things are going online you know um you know even money is going online is being digitized um things are changing you know we're moving more towards that technology-based system we're moving more towards um connecting in community not just in our own towns but all over the world as a planet um we're be we're awakening to and because we are connecting more all around the world as a community we're awakening to the sensitivities of um not being racist right and not being bigoted and not being um saying things that might <clears throat> really upset a different culture or wearing their headdresses without having that conscious idea that we have respect for other cultures um so that's why we are awakening that is why we are starting to see a lot of um, our ethical views our morals our values as a collective being heightened that is why and so not to say that we need to be walking on eggshells for everyone <laughs> but the fact of the matter is is that every that energy has to swing like a pendulum into that extreme place so that everybody can awaken into that extreme place and then it will come back into a balance eventually right so yeah this this idea of like we can be in the big picture we can see the collective we can see the big picture moving and um in that way we can relax because the universe is ultimately in control and we are not <laughs> yeah so i've kind of gone on a tangent in terms of you know ener energy what's happening externally outside like in alignment of our planet but also within our own bodies and how we are just every single day every season moving through this ascension process and from what i've heard anyways i mean i 
you know, when I talk about these things, it's because I do research, but I also have this feeling within me too. So a lot of this is coming from my intuition, coming from my channeling, my meditations, but, and it's syncing up with the research that I've done. But ultimately, 2021 is a year that is just amplifying what we have already learned. (laughs) So not... Um, not an easy ride, but very beautiful. If we can see the beauty, if we can see the sacred opportunity in it, then this is a very potent, auspicious time. Okay, so I'm seeing a lot of people who, who see those opportunities, who have a positive mindset, who are taking care of their mindset and their soul, um, really thriving right now. And the ones who are kind of pushing, 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 um, this is going to be a difficult year, right? So it all depends on your mindset. It depends on your conscious mindfulness and seeing the opportunities and actively placing yourself into those opportunities, right? Ooh, okay, so new beginnings today. I love that prayer. I loved the reading today. Um, I want to keep these episodes on Mondays down to about 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll go a little bit over, but I hope that you have a beautiful day today. Um, If you have any questions, you can send them to me on Facebook, on Messenger, and you can add me on Facebook. My name is Ananda Kate. A-N-A-N-D-A-C-A-I-T and just send me a question for the podcast. I'd love to answer your questions on the podcast every Monday and check back here every day for um, just a short reading that will kind of set that altar space, set your mindset for the day and allow you to move into that really positive space. So I love you all and remember to just embrace every single emotion that comes up, okay? (laughs) Have a wonderful day. Love you all. Bye. Thank you.